the OTB Podcast Network. Chris Martin. Oh, you're kidding me. September. Kyle Lafferty. Are you joking me? Is that right? I know. Is that right? Uh, Anybody else? Leash, was it? Like, that is one of the most stupid questions. (laughs) Darius Vassell? Seriously, you all need to just stay quiet. This is getting really annoying doing this quiz. What is going on here? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome along to the shoutiest segment on Irish radio. It's the scintillating, it's the stupefying, it's the splendido crappy quiz. Every Friday, we pit three of team off the ball up against each other in a no-holds-barred quiz of sporting factoids at the end of the week. Allow me to welcome today's contestants. Our first contestant today felt the wrath of Adam Johnson on YouTube's comments once again this week. Mr. Johnson said, Adrian is like a lad bluffing his way through higher level maths, knowing full well he's going to have to drop to ordinary anyway. Clearly, his level of bravery to take on two golf nerds last week has gone unrecognized. Give it up for Adrian. Who's your daddy, Barry? Oh, that was a mistake, taking on two golf nerds last week. And I mean, what, what uh, Andrew Johnson, what, what was his name? Adam. Adam Johnson says yeah, there is absolutely correct. I mean, the only slight caveat is that in reality, I, I knew I was never going to get anywhere near honours mat zone, so... It was pass all the way. Unfortunately, there isn't any pass maths version of the crappy quiz because that would be that'd be my natural habitat. I would say you you are the domestique of the crappy quiz. You put in the hard yards, knowing that flashier quiz people like John Duggan and Joe Malloy will occasionally come along and steal the headlines every so often. The domestique on is something I I could I could label myself with. All right. Our next contestant is like a man who heard the Beatles before they were signed. He told us about Will Zalatoris two months ago. He told us about Will Zalatoris a month ago. He didn't tell us about Will Zalatoris last week because instead the whole world was talking about him. He knew Zalatoris before it was cool to know Zalatoris. Give it up for John Bond Duggan. Thank you, Owen. Thank you, Adrian and Phil. Just your name ringing in my ears when he started to climb that leaderboard. All I, all I was hearing was Zalatoris in your accent. Um, so I guess that there's there's honour in that, John. It sounds like something out of The Simpsons, um, but uh, it isn't. I, I, like, I, I'm delighted that Will Zalatoris played so well at the Masters. Um, I'm a bit more uh, apprehensive because I knew that Masters quiz would go well last week, but I'm probably going to have more brain freezes than somebody who uh, eats a lot of uh, cold ice cream today. So I'm, I'm, uh, I'm waiting for it to be uh, hammered out of this competition by Phil and Adrian. Our last contestant today is smiling now, but he was quietly seething watching John Duggan win the quiz last week. How could another former legend of Today FM come along and rip his crown away without his presence even being recognised? Back and angrier than ever, it is Phil the Power Egan. Hey lads, good to be back. Like there's an arrow. Go for it, Adrian. No specialist topic that I, I think that Phil wouldn't excel at. Like you couldn't pick a niche topic that Phil couldn't give a good stab at. Like where, where I do the, I just go for the past maths and get on with it. Phil will be sticking me in for honours. I'll make something of it. I, I actually fell into that trap of thinking I could do honours and then at fifth year, Christmas test results came in and I just <laughs> put my hands up and I said, right. <laughs> and it, was the, it was the only exam I've ever done where I actually, I genuinely don't think I can come out of that exam thinking I got a question right. Oh, so, wow. I, yeah, it was horrific. So I, I went down to pass maths and 
in fifth year. And I have to say, life was so much better after it. <laughs> and from that moment, he never got a quiz question wrong again. Phil, you answer questions with the assurance and calmness of somebody just lobbing steaks to crocodiles. Just no problem. No problems. You are applied maths. John and Phil are applied maths. Johnny being touted as one person who might be able to take down Phil the Power Egan. So we will see. Uh, as Don't ever, put any bets on that. Uh, the classic crappy quiz is the format this week with a series of questions on a range of themes and then the slip and slide of trivia. The rapid fire round is what will separate the men from the boys here. Podcast the crappy quiz on otbsports.com or on the OTB Sports app. And if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to click the thumbs up, even if you contribute nothing but misery to your day. Round one is the boring questions round. It is never multiple choice. Adrian, can you name three out of the five main coaches that supported Warren Gatland during the last British and Irish Lions tour. So that's Rob, distance. Rob Howley, yeah. Neil Jenkins, and um, I think I think I think this is my answer now. But I think I'm just thinking out loud here. Did Andy Nathan. Farrell? Andy Farrell. Andy Farrell might have been one of them. Uh, forwards coach. There was no Irish person. There was a rake of Welsh, as as is typically the case. I don't think there was any Scott in it. Well, you are correct. You've got two from three. Howley yeah. and Jenkins. Assistant slash attack and your kicking coach. It's It's... It's in the mix are are um, Graham Rountree, Andy Farrell. <sighs> going to need to push you for an answer here. I'm going to go with Andy Farrell. Correct. Well done. Graham Rountree also would have done. And then the fifth coach was Steve Borthwick. Borthwick, yeah. Just on the, the question was the main coaches. I mean, there was some shade thrown at kicking coaches this week. It was by uh, by Andy Dunn. Yeah, so that that was that was the subtext, Phil. Thank you for identifying it. This was a <laughs> stand up for the kicking coaches moment. Question one, Adrian, one from one. This could be it. This could be your day. This is, the, uh, this is it, John. Question one for you could only be about one man. Will Zalatoris came pretty close to winning the Masters on his debut last weekend, but who was the last player to win the Masters on their debut? Was well, Zaler? Correct. That was feeding steak to a crocodile, John. That is, that is how you do it. Phil, question one. Jude Bellingham became the second youngest scorer in the history of the Champions League knockout stages on Wednesday night. But who was the youngest ever? His record still standing from 2008. 2008? Oh, God. Because I was, I was kind of going down the Anzu Fatty route there. But um, 2008... I'm struggling here. I'm trying to think of the teams around 2008, right? So you're looking. Um, nah. What's going through your head? It's going to be. I'm thinking it's like somebody from. Real Madrid or Barcelona. I don't think it's a Premier League club. I 
obviously like Messi doesn't fall into that category. He was he was a bit older but back then, so no. I don't think I have one. Like there's no point in taking a, a stab if wow. the pass is this, is this the a first. pass? This is pass maths, yeah. Well, foundation yeah. level, that's it. <laughs> Anybody want to hazard a guess? I'm only thinking of players born in 1991. Kevin De Bruyne would be. In the no, the Bruyne's Boyan. Uh, Stoke legend Boyan Kirkic. Stoke legend. He scored for Barcelona mm. against Schalke in April 2008, aged 17 years and 217 days. Bellingham is 17 years, 289 days. That was an extraordinary, difficult question. Wow. And you know, I'm actually, I'm not saying this just. His name actually came into my mind, but I thought, nah, he, he was, he's older. Well, um, he was very young in 2008. He is older now. That is that is definitely true. Uh, round two is the million pound question round. In the history of the UK version of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, there have been a few occasions where the million pound question has been connected to sport. In this round, you would each get a million pound question that actually happened on the show that focused on sport. Adrian, in the history of motorsport, which of these iconic races was held first? A, Le Mans 24 Hours, B, Monaco Grand Prix, C, the Indy 500, or D, the Isle of Man, TT? Can I phone a friend? <laughs> <laughs> Ask the audience. <laughs> Take a 50-50 and use them all. I'm watching, I'm knee-deep in Drive to Survive at the minute, so, I mean, you know, I'm something of a motorsport expert, obviously. <laughs> uh, it has got to be the Isle of Man. Correct. Well done. Adrian, two from two, Barry. John. Million quid, thank you. Which of these is not one of the American Triple Crown horse races? A, the Arlington Million. B, the Belmont Stakes. C, the Kentucky Derby. D, the Preakness Stakes. It's the Arlington Million. He's correct. He's won a million pounds. I mean, that was that was like bringing the crocodile up to JD, bound and uh, like in the back yeah. of the truck, and you could barely just, I mean, with a safety net. It was like one of those um, Roger Moore living that die crocodiles, not, they weren't actually real. Yeah, they were just jumping over them. That was the yeah. beginning. You've got a great ability to answer a quiz question in a way that makes me feel like I haven't challenged you at all, John. That certainly happened with your first two questions here. Uh, Phil? Don't worry. It, it, it's a facade, don't worry. I'm, I'm the Wizard of Oz of the crappy quiz. But it's also true, I mean, is the point. Like, <laughs> you know, that's his wheelhouse right there. Uh, Phil, which boxer was famous for striking the gong in the introduction to J. Arthur Rank films? Was it A, Bombardier Willie Wells, Billy Wells, B, Freddie Mills, C, Terry Spinks, or D, Don Cockle? I'm going to go. <laughs> Phil Stock again? Yeah, I'm going to go with B. B, Freddie Mills? No, it's not. It's Bombardier Billy Wells. Uh, Phil Egan, zero from two. Adrian Barry. Two from two, John Duggan, two from two, as we move on to round three, which is the retired numbers round. After we all laughed at Birmingham City for retiring the number of Jude Bellingham, they certainly had the last laugh, as it turned out Bellingham is good at football. This round will test your knowledge on the still slightly alien process of football clubs retiring a jersey number. Adrian, only two players have ever had their jersey retired for AC Milan. Paolo Maldini's number three is one. Can you name the other? 
Uh, I, I was going to say Paolo Maldini. Oh, I can't believe you you uh, you stole that one from me. That should have been a gimme one. That surely should have been gimme one answer. One of the two yeah, people. That, that's past Matt's. Give us the honors answer. Can he go three from three? Does he have it in him? Does he have the bottle? This would be redemption, Adrian, if you managed to pull this off. Uh, there's nothing. I would redeem all my pr- previously yeah. really poor performances. Adrian Barry, of course, champ, 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 champ in 2019. What a time that was. Can he roll back the years with an answer here? What are you thinking, Adrian? I mean, I'm just, is it, is it, now that you've taken one of the answers from me, surely you have to give me a bit of a steer as to whether we're going back pre Maldini or post. <laughs> that sounds like a clue, Adrian. Can't be giving you any clues, I'm afraid. Gonna have to push you for an answer. Maldini's number three, and which other? I mean, I, I, I don't know. I'm gonna go with Cesare Maldini. No, good guess though. Uh, it was Franco Baresi. Ah, Franco. His number six was retired. Uh, John, in general, Italian football loves to retire a number for a former player. Only three non-Italians have had the honour, though. Diego Maradona's number 10 for Napoli is one. Can you name either of the others? Just the player, not the number. Just the player. So non-Italian, other than Maradona, who got their jersey retired at a Serie A club. Michel Platini? No, it's not Platini. Anyone? Anyone know the hazard, I guess? No, Javier Zanetti got no. his number four jersey retired by Inter Milan. The other one, uh, I don't suspect anybody would have got, but fair play if anybody did get it at home. It was Jason Maele, the Chievo number 30, who died in 2002. So uh, Javier Zanetti, really, the, the one there. Uh, Phil, can he bring it back to a one-point game? Which former Premier League footballer ended up becoming the only man in the storied history of the New York Red Bulls to have their number retired. He's thinking, he's got his thinking face on. American soccer, this is a big deal to get your number retired. Who was it? I mean, Henri played for them, but he was there for so short a time and... It's not like I can't imagine he was that good. The only other player that I can think of with New York Red Bull for Premier League players is Bradley Wright Phillips. <laughs> so if I say Bradley Wright Phillips and it's Henri, I look pretty foolish. If I say Henri and it's Bradley Wright Phillips, I don't look as foolish. So and then if it's neither of them, I still look foolish. So <laughs> <laughs> um I'll go, Henri. No, it, it is Bradley Wright Phillips. Oh, Christ. oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that is painful. Oh no. Uh, it was such a ludicrous answer. It couldn't possibly have been right. That's that's incredible. He number ninety-nine. Yeah. yeah, number ninety-nine scored a load of goals. Bradley Wright Phillips, a legend of the New York Red Bulls. Oh, Phil, Phil, there's still time. There's still time, Phil. 
Still yeah. time, you're two behind still, Phil. You're on nothing. John and Adrian, you're both on two points as we move on to the fun-free magic number round. Contestants get three points for getting the number exactly right. If no one manages that, the nearest contestant who doesn't go bust gets two points. The second closest gets one point. I'm going to state that we can only accept the answer that's written on your paper. I'm also going to have to ask for your pens once the music ends. So if you don't mind, give us the following number. The number of Champions League goals scored by Phil Foden this season. Plus the number of tries Simon Zebo has scored for Ireland. Plus the number of Heineken Cups won by Leinster. Plus the number of teams that took part in Euro 88. Your 30 seconds expire when Sinatra sings Bright Shiny Beads. So how many Champions League goals has Phil Foden scored for Man City this season? How many tries has Simon Zebo scored for Ireland? How many Heineken Champions Cups, Heineken Cups in general, have Leinster won? And then how many teams took part in the European Championships in the finals in 1988? Add them all up, what do you get? Pens down. John Duggan, what have you got? 22. Adrian? 34. Phil? 28. 28. I can tell you that the answer is 24. So John Duggan gets two points. Adrian and Phil both went bust. Wow, we could be looking at a repeat of last week here, gentlemen. It's the number of Champions League goals scored by Phil Foden this season is three. Yeah, I have yeah, that. that Simon Zebo has scored nine tries for Ireland. Okay, that's right. I have to that. Leinster have won four Heineken Cups and then eight teams took part yeah. at Euro 88, which brings your total to 24 John you were two off good guess you do get two points for uh, getting closest to it but as I say Adrian and Philly both went over so you both score nothing which leaves us at John 4 Adrian 2 Phil nil this is an absolute shock I guess you're a little yeah. bit rusty after the last couple of weeks Phil it's, it kind of reminds me of when Liverpool used to go off on those warm weather training camps and come back and you'd think they'd be refreshed but you just couldn't find their rhythm so mm. this is yeah. this is the game it really is. It really is. Our winner, yet, tonight, our winner tonight will be decided in the round that separates the men from the boys, the Jude Bellinghams from the Jude Laws. It's no theme of particular ridiculously easy rapid fire round. The score you get in this round will be added to your score in the previous round and there will be 40 seconds for everyone to answer from the same set of questions. So we're going to start with John, then on to Adrian, then on to Phil. If you get a question correct, I keep asking you questions until you get one wrong. And once you get a question wrong, I move on to the next person. And your incorrect answer also means the deduction of one point. John Duggan. Are you ready? Yes. Your 40 seconds starts now. Who won Euro 2016? Um, it was Portugal. Correct. In what year did Simon Zebo last play for Ireland? 2017. Correct. Who's top of league on? Uh, Leon. No, Lille. Who came third at the 2018 World Cup, Adrian? Germany. No, Belgium. Who are reigning champions of the NBA, Phil? Other states. No, Lakers. Lakers. Where did the 2007 Rugby World Cup take place, John? France. Correct. Northern Ireland qualified for Euro 22 this week after beating which team in the playoff? Ukraine. Correct. Name any German club, not called Dortmund, that Thomas Tuchel has managed. Mainz. Correct. Anyway, absolutely romps home. Four, five, six, seven, eight, one, minus one is the final score. John Duggan, <laughs> what do you have to say for yourself? Another massive win. 
Um, uh, well, I said to Joe and Phil last week that I'd, uh, or sorry, Adrian, I'll bring for Masters dinner. So I don't know what I'm going to have to do for Adrian and Phil this week. Um, I don't know. Uh, maybe buy them both a pint. Well yeah. done, Jetty. That was a yeah. master class. I'm just happy to finish second. I'm on the podium. I'm, I'm happy to be there. <laughs> and Phil, Phil let's slide down this week. This, this is what happened. This is the front three at Liverpool. This is like uh, nine blanks at Anfield this season. Um, just couldn't get it done. Astonishing. Astonishing. Yeah, bad yeah. champions. Bad oh. champion. Bad champions. Oh. Roy Key will yeah. have a word or two sloppy. to say about you, Phil. Yeah, very um, sloppy. <laughs> That is it for the crappy quiz this Friday. Congratulations to John Duggan. Commiseration uh, to Adrian and commiserations to Phil as well. We will see you here in the same place next Friday on the crappy quiz. Thank you. Cheers, Oh, you're kidding me. September. Kyle Lafferty. Are you no! joking me? Is that right? I know. Is that right? Uh, anybody else? Like, that is one of the most stupid questions. The rise for self? Seriously, you all need to just stay quiet. This is getting really annoying doing this quiz. What is going on here? (laughs) (laughs) That was an OTB Podcast Network presentation.